She was born fucking tripping balls and covered in feces. Welcome to the Undecorous Podcast. Yeah. Awesome sauce, friends. Awesome sauce. <laughs> Caught me off guard there, Carlos. Well, you know, that's how I'm doing it now, man. You got to be ready at all times. When I say podcast, you say how high. <laughs> so today I learned that female hyenas are the dominant species, or dominant gender, rather, and they have a clit that has evolved to be larger than the male hyena's cock. Ain't that some emasculating bullshit right there? Yeah. Why do they need such a big clit for anyway? Like, is there any practical purpose for it? It's one of those evolutionary mysteries to where the female was doing more of the cub raising, and then they started doing more of the hunting and gathering, and the man was just like, I got a dick. If anyone wants babies, I'm going to sit on my ass. I'll be over here. So Mm -hmm. the females just evolved, like, way more awesomeness, and they were just taking, like, 90% of the weight of carrying on the species. So Mother Nature was like, boom give you fuckers a big old clit and then the clit got bigger and bigger and bigger and today a normal clit's bigger than a fully erect penis so that's just that's that's crazy (laughs) yeah you guys ever been with a woman that has a gigantic clit i've seen him on fucking porno videos and i'm very afraid of him but no i've dodged that bullet luckily (laughs) no me either yeah only seen never in person how do you guys feel about long labias I mean, ah. I could I could map out what I'm doing better if I could see some shit. So there's no problem there, I guess. <laughs> you mapping it out? Are you? <laughs> is there a, is there a real uh, strategy going in there? Uh, it's just like say the alphabet and reverse with your tongue and just pray that fucking you don't get a cramp somewhere. That's that's usually my strategy. <laughs> you spend like three hours in the war room first, like doing potential outcomes. <laughs> that's a pretty that's a pretty common thing, right? The alphabet thing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because I had a joke about it, and, yeah. and somebody was like, oh, you know, Sam Kinison came up with that. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. Like, I had heard that whole, hey, do the alphabet with your tongue thing, but I didn't realize, apparently, according to this person, I don't know if it's true or not, but that Sam Kinison's the guy that originated that. And now, oh, huh. great, now you're getting ripped off by dead guys, huh? Is there anything yeah, these hacks so. won't do? Went back well, just... in time and took my joke. I don't know, <laughs> but it really was one of those things where just like, oh, that's just a common knowledge thing, isn't it? And uh, I don't know, according to this well, guy, it's Sam Kinison. That he was well, dude, pioneer. here's how you can own that joke out right now. Talk about it from the Spanish language perspective. Put those little inyes in there, those little goofy yeah, it's, fucking it's extra already, characters we already, don't have. It's already in an album. It's too late to do any of that, on that yeah. at this point. I mean, does he say anything about a Chinese alphabet? So, Mm-mm. fucking, yeah. That's, that's not, low Not that land. I know of. Yeah, not that I know of. Did you guys, did you see Ron Jeremy got oh, more I, accusations? No. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Hot Ron going down for some fucking sex, not shot in a porno video that's going to land him in jail. I mean, dude, why wouldn't well, he he's just... Already, he's already in jail. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he's, he's accused of even more shit. This is like the second round of it, I think. But, um... Right. The question is, like, why? I mean, dude, you could put, like, a $500 bounty on making a porno video and anyone want to fuck me, $500, and girls would just line up like they always do for porn shoots, and it's all legal. But instead, he wants to go fucking some shady bar and then get caught with the rape charge. I mean, dude, why? Makes no sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, geez, like, the obviously not giving him a pass or anything, but the the only thing I could maybe think is that, like, he's just insane and assumes these women actually want him yeah. and then just 
surprised. Delusions of grandeur. Yeah, I don't. I, well, we kind of talked about this on the on the last episode of the last season, but I mean, it seems. I don't listen not, to our show, Carlos. I'm well, not it got really... cut out of the actual episode, so like we did, it didn't oh, actually yeah. make the episode. I know you never listen to the Patreon stuff <laughs> because we won't allow. You keep trying to get it for free, and we're I know, like, no, man, like, <laughs> and, no, and I'm still pay. not paying. You think yeah, I'm gonna pay exactly. with insults like these? <laughs> yeah, I know. But basically, it's the whole like, why would what's his face from Miramax do it? Weinstein. Oh yeah, Weinstein. You know, yeah. I was like the dude is super famous super rich and there's a million women in hollywood that would probably fuck him just on the off chance that they might be able to get a part but no he just wants who he wants and if they happen to not want to fuck him then he's just going to force himself on them yeah. and i think that's the case here too it's like hey i'm a big deal i'm doing you a favor of trying to fuck you you should be happy i'm trying to fuck you right now their egos get huge and they just feel entitled to fuck anybody that they want to fuck yeah. yeah. That's also got to be just a crazy way to live in general, like getting paid to fuck on film. I mean, the dude actually made a career out of it. Yeah. I don't know how he's doing financially now, but... Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I imagine if he was smart with his money, he should be more than fine, but not like porn stars are usually known for their financial <laughs> moderation. But yeah. The thing too, though, is like, yeah, if you've been in that for all your life, and now nobody wants to fuck you, then that's got to be a fucking giant blow to your ego. Yeah. If you're used to at least people wanting to fuck you. It's like, I couldn't understand, like, when I heard Chris Cornell killed himself. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. why would you kill yourself, man? You're like a rock and roll legend. You're famous. You're still doing shows. People love you. But part of it is, like, he was in his 50s now, and it's, like, as, as good as his, his life was probably better than 99% people in the world. But it wasn't as good as it was when he was in his 20s. And yeah. He was like a fucking gigantic superstar. You know, it's like, a, I guess at some point you must, you realize that it's never going to be that good again. And maybe that's what fucking really depresses them. Even though their lives are still better than 99% of people in the entire world, they're still not going to be able to get as good as it used to be. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that might have been what took him down. Or... More realistically, it was probably the Pizzagate pedo ring that took him down. You guys heard of this conspiracy? It was definitely that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Pizzagate. Apparently, he was anti-pedophilia and was doing a documentary about it. And then the Linkin Park's lead singer, Chester, whatever his fucking name was, he was also involved in anti-pedophilia stuff. And then, coincidence, died shortly thereafter, just like Chris Cornell. So it's all tied to this QAnon conspiracy theory thing. So it's... uh, It's funny how they, whoever it is that comes up with this shit just takes whoever dies and just comes up with whatever flimsy connection they can. <laughs> and the people people are stupid enough to buy into it yeah. dude it's pretty crazy i've read stories about our military personnel and stuff that have basically had to guard warlords that we've engaged in these treaties with and we've essentially been protecting their interests and their interests include like they have little fucking fuckboy slaves over there yeah, you know dude. and so at night i mean they've heard these guys raping children and they're like oh no, you know just gotta defend this guy just out here dying for my country possibly <laughs> it's yeah, a lot more but- common in those whole third world countries a lot of them in their culture i've heard they don't really view women as equal so they view men as sort of their true partner and they often go after like the younger men within their community and then groom them to be sort of their partner and the woman's just for the babies. Yeah, I have I have heard that. There was some saying that's like women are for babies, boys are for pleasure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. Yeah. Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. Yeah. Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. 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 Versions prefer the old. Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. Women are for babies. Boys are for pleasure. Yeah. And I first heard about this from a buddy of mine who was over in Afghanistan in like the early 2000s. That that was the first time I'd ever heard any any mention of it. But yeah, it's just, it's fucking, it's crazy. And just apparently, like you were saying, talking about the, the relationships that men have over there. Like, I think it is not uncommon for heterosexual male friends to like walk around holding hands in some of these other countries. Yeah, dude. I mean, America is one of the few places that doesn't have the casual man kiss going on. Like whenever I greet you guys, it's a fist bump, it's an elbow bump now that COVID's going on, but it was never a friendly kiss on the cheek. Yeah, you fought the urge every time. (laughs) We've had to push you off a few times. (laughs) Yeah, it was starting to feel a little Ron Jeremy-esque at points. (laughs) You guys have been flattered if you got a kiss from your old pal Ian. Don't deny it. No wonder you're such a Ron Jeremy apologist. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, my, my mission post-COVID is to bring the man kiss back. Full of, I'm telling you, dude, it's going to be something that people point at me and say, that was the fucker right there that did it. <laughs> Let's get that shirt in our merch store. <laughs> Welcome to episode 55 of Indecorous Comedy. This is episode five of season two. I'm your host, Carlos Valencia. Indecorous Comedy is a reprehensibly distinguished educational comedy podcast, either the smartest lowbrow or dirtiest highbrow podcast on the internet. That is for you to decide. To my left, we have Chemtrail Apprentice Bobby D. <laughs> Yo. You know, at first I thought he was crazy, man, but you start going outside, you're just looking at the sky, yeah, man. Yeah, you just see like, them everywhere, man. Got a lot of good points, man. That's right. And to my right, we have a Peeping Tom, Ian. I know a lot about sky penises, and I guess I have peeped once or twice in my day as well. Yeah, you peep on your neighbor every fucking night. What are you there talking we go, about? Bro. Today, we're going to be talking about indecorous news, as always, and we're going to talk about the indecorous history of executioners. This is going to be kind of a part two of the segment that we did last week. We just couldn't get enough of death, so that's what we're doing. (laughs) And we're going to close it all off with dumb Missouri state laws. But before we get into any of that, let's welcome our guest for today, Mr. Ramon Perez, everybody. Ramon! Ramon! What's up? (laughs) 
Ramon is in the bathroom right now. That's why he sounds so far away. He was nice enough to do this podcast while taking a shit. Do you believe it? Ramon's been on the podcast at least two times, correct? Yep, this is my third. He's a friend of the show, Ramon, so this is his third time on the podcast. This is the first time with me hosting, though, so it's a whole new fucking thing, man. I don't take any shit. Yeah, he wasn't here when the coup took place. <laughs> my, I had a passive-aggressive move. I threatened to quit the podcast, and then Carlos was like, well, I'll, I'll host it, I'll host it, and I don't mind covering, doing more work, and I was like, aha, the plan worked. I <laughs> got him. <laughs> That's what Ian tells you. Really, he got fired. <laughs> yeah, and then we had to sex Carlos into hosting. It was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but here I am. I run the ship now, and this is not a new thing that we do, Ramon. We're taking questions on the podcast now. It's fucking crazy. This is how we're starting it out. I'm going to start us off with our first question. This is what I've been doing lately. Have you guys been getting the text messages from parties to vote? Yeah, dude. I've been getting them left and right. So anytime I get one of these messages for like, hey, please join us for the rally or we need volunteers. I'm just like, I'll just be like, no, how about just, I have a podcast. I need a question for my podcast. <laughs> how about you give me a question for my podcast and then I'll vote for whoever you tell me to vote. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically, I've been selling my vote to the highest bidder. This first question comes from Talia. She is a volunteer with Michelle Obama's When We All Vote, which I don't know, I'm guessing that's some sort of thing. And she says, what's your voting plan? Does she mean like if you're going to do it in person or by mail or does she I mean, mean how, like, Dude, I'm telling you what she asked me. I have no clue what she you meant should've, with that. Uh, if, if it had been me, I would have pulled a notebook out of my briefcase and then <laughs> pretended like I was reading it. But, you know, go for like four pages, maybe Just, give her my whole plan. Plan on waking up early that day, having some bacon. That always helps me make good decisions. Just pull out some sort of telescopic pointer as you unfold a map. <laughs> yeah, I should have just, well, this was all through text, but I guess I could have just been like, well, how much time do you have? <laughs> so I have no idea what that means, what your voting, my voting plan. Well, I guess I just basically revealed what my voting plan was, was to sell my vote to whoever gives me the best question for my podcast. Yeah. What's my I, voting plan to not trust the mail? I've received in the mail. Um, I haven't gotten any texts. They give it to me old school. I've gotten a whole bunch of mailers for people to vote for. And my favorite one came from Donald Trump because on the front of it, he had a screenshot of a tweet. <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> screenshot of a tweet? One of his of or one of Biden's? <laughs> one of his tweets. Oh, geez. It was like, instead of just writing it on the pamphlet that came out, he's like, oh, I'll just send him this tweet. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know what it means. Well, I guess that uh, answers that question. That's our voting plan. Now we're going to question number two. This comes from Pam. Are there any Republican rappers? And then I'm going to add this second. Well, she didn't really ask this, but this is really what she wanted to ask. What's the best way to break it to your son that he sucks at rapping? <laughs> with a tweet well, <laughs> yeah, get Donald Trump to tweet him <laughs> vote for me and her son sucks the, basically I guess well, can you answer this in part are there any other than Kanye maybe? I was going to say are, Kanye seems like he's going that way these days yeah other than him would, would there be another one well what's funny is I mean if you listen to the lyrics all of them sound Republican <laughs> you know it's like fuck you get money <laughs> yeah that's true they're all about that fucking mm. money yeah. I, mean, I think Lupi Fiasco I, I know he's religious and 
He claimed that uh, Obama was a terrorist one time. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the entire Republican platform is cash rules everything around me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to look it up, but, but I want to say that old dirty bastard once said grab him by the pussy. <laughs> yeah, Dad, that, that was the clean version of it. Well, apparently, this is the thing. Her kid is trying to be a rapper now, and he keeps rapping about student loans, but he's never been to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He watches the news too much. Is he running a scam? I, I don't know. But, you know, she's the... I told her, I was just like, hey, you should just create like a... New life? Make your own rap. Like, dude, wouldn't that be hilarious? The mom and son battle rapping? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loser has to quit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody wins. I lost. Looks like I'm not your mom anymore. Yeah. She just <laughs> discovers her passion for rapping. So if I was if I was her, I would take a picture of him in his most ill street clothes, the ones that look the freshest and dopest, <laughs> and put that shit on Reddit on Roast Me, and then put the caption, you know, this is my son. His rap name is the Caucasian Menace. Roast him. And then just let them just light him up, and then he would probably oh. never show his face in public again. Okay. Ian, when you said ill, uh, I thought you meant, like, he was infirm. <laughs> you meant the other kind of ill. Yeah, I meant like the cool kind, you know? No yeah. man illest, around Ian is infirm. Illest outfit. <laughs> it would have sounded more gangster if you actually had said infirm, Ian. <laughs> All right, this is our final question so we can move on and get to the show. This is from my cousin John, who sent us a couple of uh, weird questions, but this one's pretty straightforward. If your car leaks oil and you're constantly putting oil in it, do you still need an oil change? It depends on the rate upon which your car leaks the oil. If it turns over once every week, you're good. Slow drips are good. Fast drips are bad. Just like in the bedroom. I think you just want to fix the drip. Yeah, yeah, I thought any drip was bad. (laughs) I know the first car that I ever had, it was a Mazda MX-6 88, 1988 Mazda MX-6. So from before I was born. Wait, are they a sponsor (laughs) this week? The Mazda MX-6? Yeah, yeah sure. The, oh, but just specific, the 1988? The, the 1988 Mazda MX-6 is our sponsor for <laughs> the podcast. Every week they're the sponsor. The, sponsor. It, it leaked oil, and I was just like, well, and I would put new oil, you know, I put it like a court, like, I don't know, maybe every month. And I was like, well, then I never need to change this. This works out. I never have to change the oil because I'm always putting new oil in it. But then the other part is it like, don't you have to change your filter, too? Yeah. Yeah. That's how they get you, man. Not if there's fresh oil in there all the time. <laughs> really ill oil, you know what I mean? <laughs> the illest. Yeah, yeah, if you put really ill oil. <laughs> yeah, ill oil ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's your answer, John. Even though this is probably the worst podcast in the world to be asking a question about car mechanics. Yeah, just make sure you get some sick oil, bro. Yeah, it's got to be sick. But just as a reminder, we did tape like a 15-minute segment about PSI tire pressure that never made the air because I was like, Carlos, you cannot fucking put that out. But yeah. Oh, no. It's yeah. Not. Listen, I already know you guys don't listen to the Patreon stuff, but it was on the Patreon stuff. <laughs> I'm, that, I'm pretty that, sure that the second podcast, we were talking about rebuilding an engine for like three Yeah, minutes. that's right. That's right. That's all we did. Yeah. How to rebuild a fucking transmission. <laughs> Week to week, we can't decide if this is going to be car talk or indecorous comedy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we just want to be like, wait, wait, don't tell me. But we, we just yeah. keep going back and forth. Indecorous car talk. Huh? Huh? Okay. 
everybody. This is your weekly reminder to follow us on social media. Please follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Indecorous Comedy. We are on Twitter, at Indecorous Pod. Instagram, at Indecorous Comedy. We are on Pornhub. We've told you that plenty of times, but go to pornhub.com slash user slash Indecorous Comedy. And we are on patreon please support us on patreon so we can pay these fourteen hundred dollars that we owe the hijacker from russia otherwise he'll release (laughs) the video of all three of us masturbating at the same time it'll be very embarrassing we need to raise that money quickly i mean i don't know how ian and bobby feel about it but i feel like it was not my best work (laughs) yeah i feel like it wasn't carlos's best work either and we also have our side podcast. Can you tell them about that, Ian? Yeah, dude. So for people who just want the money shot and nothing else, we've got Pornhub Comments, the podcast. And most importantly, guys, tell a fucking friend. Tell your grandma. She's sitting on her ass. She's yeah. not doing anything. She would love us. Just tell a friend. Yeah, 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 please. Just fucking play it. Don't even ask them if they want to listen to it. Just fucking press play. And what's your grandma going to do? Yeah, just hold people against their will and share our podcast with them. Oh, and we haven't plugged the merch in a while. We still have our merch store with all the hottest trends <laughs> that the kids... Uh, we got the baggy jeans and uh, bell bottoms. And the what Beans Out for Harambee yeah. t-shirt. Don't forget about Beans, the beans Out, out for Harambee. Yeah. As three guys in our late 30s, we really have our ear to the ground for whoa, 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 whoa. teen uh, fashion er- trends. Oh, I'm sorry. Early, Carlos, early, Carlos early. just turned 30. I just turned 30, yeah. So, yeah, WAP. Huh? Wet ass <laughs> pussy. It's on our main website. There's a link that just says Indecorous Merch. Just click on that shit. Takes you right to our Teespring store. And Indecorous is, that's I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S, right? That's I-N-D-E-C-O-R-O-U-S. Yeah, that's right. Bobby's got it down. Billy and champ. <laughs> All right, going to our next segment, everybody. Indecorous News. This is a segment where we highlight the most important news happening across the United States and all over the world. After you listen to this segment, you will never have to listen to another newscast ever again in your entire life. The theme of this week's Indecorous News segment is COVIDiots from around the world. I've been saying this throughout the podcast. It always makes me happy to find out that the United States does not have a monopoly on being stupid. (laughs) <laughs> so these are, we have COVID idiots. Well, our fucking president is a COVID idiot, but they have them all over the world. And to start us off, we have this story. Ian, you can take us on this first story. Yes. And and I'll just say before I jump in here, we have a kick-ass COVID idiots video on our YouTube. So if oh, you haven't yeah. seen it yet, check it out. It goes into the deep dive of the COVID idiots. Yeah. Just tell them our YouTube URL. Oh, dear God. If, ah. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll right. post it on social media sometime. Okay. Hey. Okay. You have to get a tiny URL. Go to tinyurl.com. Type it in, and it'll give you a small one. I always, I always wondered if tiny URLs get self-conscious. <laughs> yeah, I always go to big, raging, hard URL. I think that's where you got that YouTube URL, actually. <laughs> From big, juicy URL. Big, juicy, hard, veiny yeah. URL. Erecturl.biz. <laughs> so, uh, Indian MP minister says... Coronavirus will not come near her because she was born in cow dung. Imarti 
Devi, Indian Minister of Women and Forced Development of the State, angrily said, I am born in mud and cow dung. Corona cannot come near me, while talking to the media amid rumors that she had tested positive for the virus infection. I've never heard that as a defense for illnesses that you were born in mud and cow shit. Yeah. I've, well, I've see, heard people say women won't come near me because I was born in cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had women tell me they wouldn't come near me because I'm living in squalor. <laughs> this might sound counterintuitive, Carlos, but in India, cows are sacred. So oh. cow shit is magical. So if you're born into cow shit, you're almost like virgin birth kind of magic, you know? So they think that, you know, nothing bad can happen to them. Is that a know. thing that happens in India then? Mothers are constantly fighting with each other to see which one can birth on a pile of cow shit? I'm telling you, dude, the cow pastures are fucking all filled up with pregnant women trying to do some magic baby shit or whatever. I didn't even think about that, but isn't, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm no expert on this, but don't psychedelic mushrooms grow on cow shit? Yes, they, they do. do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They do yeah, so there's got to be some correlation there, right? Yeah, dude, so she was born fucking tripping balls and covered in feces. <laughs> so she's, she's fucking superhuman now. But So yeah, so she, that's her defense is I was born in cow shit. I mean, there is, I will say that there is something to be said about being born in a third world country or or at least living in one because I, I lived for a long time in Colombia and I think when you're exposed to more shit not literally but just more fucking <laughs> parasites and things it does make you stronger <laughs> yeah that's why you know, Carlos is a machine now. Yeah, that's why I fucking... Why do you think I'm hosting this shit? It's because fucking... <laughs> Ian's gonna die any minute now. We have to get the fucking stronger male here. Yeah. Fucking Carlos, alpha male. Carlos won the feats of strength, and now here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's how we determined to host every... What is it? I demanded trial by combat. <laughs> it's like the feet, feet of strength, like seeing who can take the deeper breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Ian, you can take us to that. Apparently, there's more than one COVID yet in India. You can do this next one, Ian. All right. Earlier, Minister of State for Water Resources, River Development, and Gan Ganga. Uh, Ganga Rejuvenation. Ganga. Ga yeah. Ga Ganga Rejuvenation Ganga. and Parliamentary Affairs. Arjun Ram Megwal MP for the Barhart. <laughs> Whoever picked this for Ian, I love you. Yeah, Carlos did this to fuck with me, I can tell. <laughs> Look at the rest of This it. is all part of the fucking article. Baratia. Baratia Janta Party, who currently holds 303 seats in the Luck Sub <laughs> and 86 seats in the Raja Sabha and originated from the Baharaitia uh, Jena Sang, popularly known as the yeah, I can see what Carlos did here. He's throwing no, a bunch that's... of alphabet soup words for me to try well, to pronounce so he can good you, you, you just closed your eyes and started typing. I mean, that's yeah. at least as good as Alex Trebek would have done. So people from all these places with fucking $3 fancy-ass sounding names. Fancy-ass sounding <laughs> names? These are fucking typical names from India. Oh, my God. Check your white privilege. Yeah, and it's 40 rupees, not $3. Oh, yeah, 40 rupees. 40 rupee words. All right, so basically, the, the story boils down to... um. This person said that a brand name may help produce the antibodies required to counter coronavirus. A wild, wildly circulated video, this person said, Sweet Papa Man, under the something initiative alphabet soup, <laughs> manufacturers come up with this product that will aid the formation of antibodies to fight the coronavirus. Yeah, it's not funny other than the, the tricky words Carlos threw in here to trip me up. 
Well, you didn't even tell any other part of the story. One of them is Chakravarti Rajagalopad Charlie. <laughs> That's great. All right, all right, you do it, Bobby, then. Ian refuses to read the, the paragraph. Just starting this from over no, from no, the beginning? No, just, just, to... just pick up from Raja Sabha. Uh, okay, let me see. Hold on. Um, wait, I mean, well, wouldn't that... It's just one run-on sentence, isn't it? That's all no, it is. No, okay. And it's 10,000 letters. <laughs> well, that's a, I can't change the names of these Indian people. You're just trying to give us all the facts. Yeah. I'll take a crack at it. All right. So who currently holds 303 seats in the Lok Sabha and 86 in the Rajya Sabha and originated from the Bharatiya Jana Sangh, popularly known as the Jana Sangh, founded by Syama Prasad Mukherjee with the aid of Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sankh Pracharaks, like Dean Dial Updhyaya, to counter the policies of the government of Jawaharlal Nehru, Sarvapali Radhakrishnan, and Chakravarti Rajagopalachari endorsed a papad that would fight the no- novel coronavirus. Now, you guys Man, know what papad is, right? You guys know I what papad is? I don't know anything. Is? No, I don't know no, what of I course. Yeah. Well, papad is like a flatbread from India. I thought that was huh? naan. Well, then they must have more than one. Oh, no, uh, they're only allowed to have one. Well, uh, you tell them that then. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> you don't ask for Italian bread and they're like, oh, which one? Yeah. yeah just give, me, give me that Indian bread. No, this is papad. All right. You can keep going, Ramon. Megwal, the BJP MP, said a papad brand named Bob E.G. Papad may produce the antibodies required to counter coronavirus in a wild, wildly... Wow. Yeah, I can say those, but I can't say English. Yeah, the English words you can't fucking know. That tongue-twisted me. In widely circulated video, Arjun Ram Megwal said, Listen, sweet Papaman, under the At Manir Bar Bharat initiative, the Papad manufacturer has come up with this product that will aid the formation of antibodies to fight the coronavirus. I love how you gave him a a Jamaican accent there, Carlos. (laughs) I didn't give him any. It says man. You guys gave him the Jamaican accent. Sweet Papa Man. (laughs) It says man. Man is M-O-N. You guys are the racists here. Sorry. Listen, sweet Papa Man, under the At Manir Bar Barat Initiative. There we go. Sweet Papa Man. Yeah, well, I, I just don't know that you're the one that said it that way, Ian. Don't, I don't want to get in trouble for all this. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for reading that. So I'll take this next paragraph since you guys are too fucking chicken. <laughs> However, a few weeks later, the Megwall tested positive for the virus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, see, that's how you do it. That's how you do it, guys. All right. You don't chicken out out of the paragraphs. You read them. That's it's why three. you're the host, man. Yeah, Spelling right. B champ. 1998. So, so anyway, Magwal, he's like, hey, you guys got to eat this Baj Hadiji Papad, and it'll help <laughs> produce antibodies required to counter coronavirus, and you'll be fine. And then motherfucker got coronavirus and shit. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Got him. <laughs> he should have been eating the non-bread, as we all know, the real Indian bread. He was e- eating the so. bobo shit. Oh, that sounds racist. I don't even know what that is, but whatever. <laughs> All right, so there's more stories. Bobby, you can take us on this one. In August, Bharatiya Janata Party MP lawmaker from Tonksawai, Madhapur constituency from Rajasthan, uh, Sukhbir Singh, 
What is this the period? whole podcast? Yeah, this is why <laughs> yeah. we this is why we average uh, 132 <laughs> listeners. Or uh, you you know of all time. That's all time, including including me. Um, said that sitting in mud and blowing conch shells boosts immunity and helps the body to fight COVID-19 infection. This wasn't the first time he had made bizarre claims, though. Earlier on International Yoga Day, Sukbir Singh uh, Juwanapuriya had said that applying mud on the body and performing yoga could help cure all diseases. Yeah, apparently this mud thing is also a big deal in India. Maybe because there's cow shit in the mud or something? They're hoping there is probably. They just have a lot of mud, and they're trying to like add like value to it. <laughs> you trying can't to monetize the, the mud. Yeah, yeah, you can't tell the difference, so they're just like picking it up. And like I hope there's some shit. Don't blow up their spot, Carlos. They're trying to move that mud, man. <laughs> and apparently, conch shells too. So yeah, so basically that's what it is in India. If you're born in mud and cow shit, or you eat that. Uh, papaya or whatever the fuck it was you'll be okay papaya unless you're these people that actually got it math checks out on that I think we might have to pick up those life hacks and use those over here absolutely now ian you can take us on the second story ukrainian orthodox church leader contracts covid after blaming homosexuals for pandemic patriarch uh philaret also known as his holiness and beautiful philaret archbishop and Metropolitan of Kiev, mother of the Rus cities, and Galicia, patriarch of all Rus, Ukraine, holy Archimadriad of the Holy Assumption, Kiev, Pekshurk, and Pochiv, Lavris, who leads the large Ukrainian Orthodox Church. Kiev, patriarch, is currently in a stable condition, being treated in hospital, and also has pneumonia. Yeah, I mean, again, this is one of those things where you guys see those reports where people are like, oh, only 6% of people have died of COVID sort of thing because they, you know, they have other conditions. They're trying to make it sound like, oh, you're not really dying of COVID, you're dying of other things, but that's just the way it works. That's like nobody ever dies of AIDS either. It's just like it weakens your immune system and then something else kills you. So this guy's Can, got the pneumonia. Yeah, you, everybody we, knows you, you end up dying of being laughed at. <laughs> you end up dying of being, at the end. You end up dying of being gay. Oh yeah, that's what it says. Jesus Is nobody going to comment on his also known as? He's AKA as forty words. Well, the, yeah, that's his official name through the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. Yeah, that's not, great. Not, not to be confused with gay gangster AKA AIDS. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, Ian, you got one more here. <laughs> Uh, let's see, where are you? Okay, we ask yes. you to continue to pray for His Holiness and Beatitude Philaret, Archbishop of the Metropolitan of Kiev, Mother of the Rus Cities, and of Galicia, Patriarch of Al Rus, Ukraine, Holy Archimandriate of the Holy Assumption, Kiev, Pierschik, and Pochav Lavaris, so that all, so that the All Merciful and Almighty Lord God will hold the Patriarch. The Church added in a statement. Right, so they want prayers for this guy. So in other words, they want the guy to get better. That's a second long, that's not the same long name as the first one. Well, they, they have different, like that's the abridged version. That's yeah, that was the second AKA was just <laughs> <Yeah>. the guy. <laughs> so uh, Ramon, you can take us on this next one. 
Uh, so Filaret caused controversy earlier this year after he made comments about the coronavirus being a result of gay marriage. He told Ukrainian national TV in March that the pandemic was God's punishment for the sins of men, the sinfulness of humanity. First of all, I mean same-sex marriage. Yeah, this guy's blaming COVID on same-sex marriage. I think it's offensive that he said the sins of men and did not include women in that. Oh, that's uh, sexist. Ooh, yeah. He's, he's yeah, sexist and homophobic. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So how about the sins of women? Couldn't they have caused this shit? You know, women, they can be gay too. True, and they get married. I mean, if we let them. Not guy. Yeah. <laughs> if they get out of line. <laughs> All right, Bobby, you can close us out with this uh, last little thing. Well, Europe has a reputation for being relatively progressive when it comes to LGBTQ issues. Ukraine is not among the continent's most gay-friendly countries. The European LGBTQ rights group ILGA Europe has listed Ukraine at 35th among 49 countries in its annual ranking of Europe's most super homofabulous, gayatronic, queer-resistible nations, girlfriend. Yeah, so apparently Ukraine doesn't have a good history in LGBTQ rights uh, to begin with, but then this guy's just adding on to it by saying that the gays are causing the virus, which, I mean, it's not something... I mean, Ukraine, uh, whatever, I don't know much about the Ukraine, but it's not like we don't do that here in the United States. Yeah. Fucking Pat Robertson does that every other day. Yeah, cut to, you know, six months later, he's trying to talk about, like, you know, a, a wide stance in a Minneapolis bathroom. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let me see if I can paraphrase this confusing and over-editorialized story. It seems like this guy was essentially claiming that gays were the source of COVID, COVID was God's wrath. So then when he comes out and says, I have COVID, maybe this was just his way of coming out of the closet. <laughs> but he comes out to say that he's got COVID and he's also got, got like, he's also got like jizz like on the side of his face during the interview. Yeah, dude, that was just his coming out party, dude. I mean, that's the most dude, if fabulous way to come out. out of his mouth. Yeah, like he's going to make his first statement and fucking jizz just drools out of his mouth. <laughs> He just spits jizz all over the place. I was eating a cinnamon bun. I was eating a cinnamon bun. He's just, like, jerking, like, two off-camera dicks. <laughs> all right, guys, it's time for our indecorous deep dive of the night. We build this podcast as an educational comedy podcast. We often fall short of the latter, but we make sure to deliver on the former. Last week, uh, when we talked about different execution methods over the years, you may have noticed Ian getting a little excited and even bringing up some of his favorite methods that didn't make their way into the script. Some might say Ian gets a little sad every week when we break the news to him. But yet again, the podcast cannot be about executions. So today, we're going to throw him a little bone and talk about the executioners themselves. <laughs> Emphasis on the bone there was a little convenient. I Anytime I see the word bone, I like saying bone. Bone. I, okay. This is my make-a-wish, by the way. Bone. Yeah, Ramon, you were in here last week, but last week we talked about capital punishment and executions, and then we were done with the deep dive, and Ian was like, no, 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 I got more. I got more. <laughs> keep, keep going, keep going. He was angry that Bobby had not included enough types of executions. I mean, throwing animals in a sack and then dying. Dying in a All river right. with we, that? We, we, that we was get the best it. one ever. Yes, we did. We inserted it. It'll be that'll be our fucking 10 minute patreon on ian going off on animal execution i wanted i wanted more and you guys 
made my Make-A-Wish come true, so thank you. I'm very excited. All right, so we're doing part two, basically, here. We're going to be talking about the executioners, and Bobby wrote this, so you can take it. So when it comes to executions, most people only think about the condemned and the method of execution. The person performing it is an afterthought at best. Hollywood may have decided that executioners always rocked a black hood at work to hide their identity, but by all accounts, that just wasn't true. The executioner would show up with his dumb, uncovered face and go to work like everyone else. One historian noted, why would an executioner wear a mask? Everybody knew who he was. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And especially in like small towns, you can't really fucking hide your your shit especially if you're always wearing your heavy metal t-shirt every time that you fucking kill somebody <laughs> they see you in town it's like oh how was uh, jimmy's execution it was good yeah. he didn't burn up or anything well that's good you do a really good job in there you yeah know? that was good that was good you're getting a lot better at this <laughs> so just like going casually to, at parties like so what do you do yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Or he's wearing his T-shirt and it's like, oh, I didn't know you were into Slayer. It's like, no, 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 that's just what I do. <laughs> Every time they ask me, he starts crying. Yeah, it's my uniform. Sorry, I didn't yeah. have time to change. They gave me that shirt at work. <laughs> Ramon, you can take this next one. Many executioners were professional specialists who traveled a circular region, just like Carlos gassing up the car to figuratively kill at a different comedy club in a region. Executioners would, I guess, axle up the wagon. And basically go on tour to literally kill, probably complaining about the shittier gigs along the way. Like yeah. last week, I killed a fucking serial killer. Now it's just like yeah. a pedophile. Blah. Or, yeah. <laughs> used to be prestigious. Or the axe they gave me wasn't sharp <laughs> enough and I had to fucking kept chopping at this guy's neck. I've got an axe to grind. Literally, yeah. when you grind my <laughs> axe, it's like totally dull. Like, dude, I mean, you know, I, I cut this guy's head off. I'm like, I'm holding the head in front of the crowd. I'm getting nothing. This fucking... Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a few claps here, you know, like a woo and way in the back. This crowd was deader than the guy I killed. <laughs> so what would be a shittier gig like? If it's a shitty gig, is that like I only got to cut off one dude's head or... The little boy was just too cute and I felt guilty. Like, what's a shitty gig like? I think, I think the shittier gig would be like delivering babies in India. <laughs> yeah, or, or they still charge you full price for your chicken tenders. There yeah, you yeah. They Can you get you free they... drinks for cutting off the kids' heads? Yeah. They're all like, oh, you're getting paid an exposure. Imagine how many more <laughs> execution gigs you're going to get after they see how well you did Think here. of all the street cred, bro. <laughs> Thanks for executing the guy that murdered my mother, but I can't give you a discount on this phone. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we're doing all these stand-up analogies, I would love to hear the executioner that got fired for not being clean enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take this next one. Also, like a lot of road comics, executioners would have to do other jobs if there weren't enough gigs to pay the bills. In medieval Europe, executioners would tax lepers and prostitutes and control gaming houses. When they weren't working as old-timey vice cops, they often worked in a janitorial capacity and were in charge of latrines, cesspools, and disposing of animal carcasses. Well, no wonder they wanted to fucking kill people, man. If this, <laughs> if this is plan B, then yeah, all right. Because I was about to wonder, it's like, who the fuck gets into the executing racket? And I guess if your fallback is fucking disposing of animal carcasses, then I'd be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just cut people's heads off. Yeah, you just start looking forward to being on top of a clean platform with your axe. Yeah. So I, ha I have questions. I understand the prostitution business. I understand the income generated and such would be taxed. But what is yeah. the fucking leper business? I was wondering I mean, about that myself. It did not elaborate. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's well, like, dude, you're just standing over here being all gross. Give me some money. 
That's, the, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully with that hand that isn't about to fall off. <laughs> so they just bother people with their falling off body parts, begging for yeah. money, and they're just like, oh, you're disgusting. Here's money. Go the fuck away. Well, see, that's another thing. We learned so much. That's where that phrase came from, charging an arm and a leg. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll right. take this next one. Because of the whole killing an animal carcass removal thing, the job of executioner wasn't exactly highly regarded, and they were often shunned by the villagers. In some societies, executioners were even considered damned and had their own separate graveyards with no inscriptions on the tombstone, just unpolished rough stones. Oh, so they weren't even praised. They, weren't, <laughs> they didn't even get any credit for their work. Yeah, even what? with all that exposure, they still have like, some people. Thanks, here's a hole for you to live in for the rest of existence. And we just kick them in. But I think their redemption arc would come hundreds of years later whenever every single death metal and doom metal band pretty much worships these guys and puts them on all their album covers. So they just didn't live long enough to be praised as the gods that they were? Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just like all these rock stars that died right before they got famous and then afterwards, oh, they were the greatest. Same thing here. All right, Bobby, you can do this next one. Now, if you were the son of an executioner, there was a good chance you would go into the same line of work. Yep, there was a lot of nepotism in the execution game. Some families produced five or six generations of executioners. You also had to hope another executioner had a cute daughter you could date because it wasn't exactly a cliche back in the day that people wished their daughter would settle down with some nice executioner. So what about would you pitch yourself as an executioner if you were also moonlighting as a leper tax you know collector <laughs> i mean i would just i would leave with that i, I like to fucking tax the shit out of gamey fucking gimpy lepers yeah I'm, I'm somewhat of a very precise accountant i don't know dude if it was between executioner and tax man i might take executioner yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah at least not everybody would hate you yeah it's that's a, like... a different kind of life leaving their eyes as you take their yeah. life or yeah, their money yeah, so. just going around terrifying everybody like an irs agent like you're making it sound like oh i would rather live the beloved life of a tax collector <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to get back in that latrine <laughs> So if you've noticed, we've used a lot of he and his in reference to executioners. That's because almost all of them were men. Believe it or not, medieval Europe wasn't exactly super woke, with one notable exception in Roskaman. Or is it Roskaman or Roskaman? I'm saying Roskaman because of Rashomon, the movie, but it's probably Roskaman because it's Ireland. Yeah. On the day she was set to be executed along with 25 others, Lady Betty... Remember that sitcom, Lady Betty? <laughs> on NBC? Lady Betty offered to do the job when the executioner became very ill. Oh, that's sweet of her. Her death yeah. sentence was commuted to life, and she went down in history as Ireland's only hangwoman. So the, so the hangman was sick. And yeah, Lady no, I'll Betty do was it. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, kill these, I'll kill these 25 other does people it, just to... Does it get me out of dying? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do it. Bye, guys, <laughs> yeah. sorry. I know we connected on the way to the gallows, but I'm so... <laughs> I mean, what 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 would have been really hardcore is if she was like, "Oh no, I'll hang myself. It's cool." And then they would be like, "No, no, 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 it's cool." I got Marty, yeah, yeah, I'll even fucking hang myself. Yeah, she finished the other twenty five and then just went on to continue with herself. And how red would your face be if you were one of the other twenty five? And you didn't have the idea first. Right. And you saw <laughs> someone gaining their freedom. I didn't with know something we were you could allowed. have done. Yeah, yeah. That's right. They could have at least made them compete, you know, yeah. had the decency to make them compete to or just yeah, just 
like kill each other and whoever lives is the executioner i guess See, now that 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 would have been fun <laughs> they should have had them all 25 compete in like a ninja warrior course <laughs> oh dude <laughs> but you actually die when you fall sort of thing i would watch that actually. <laughs> yeah me too man that's what ireland ninja warrior should be yeah <laughs> 25 death row inmates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is, they're all going to die anyway. So you might have, I mean, I think this is actually the plot of The Running Man or something. Yeah, like that. pretty much. Yeah. You know, and to kill the 26 people on that same day, I mean, it kind of contradicts that other story about those gigs being few and far between. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, well, this this was a festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a festival. Yeah, I hope Lady Betty got her submission back. <laughs> her submission money back, at least, for having to work. All right, guys. Uh, Ian, you got any more executioners you want us to add to this? I want to make sure we're being thorough. I think I'm good, bro. I think you guys scratched my fucking itch, so I'm, I'm pretty happy right <laughs> Did now. Did you come, Ian? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's practically what... I didn't want to use that coarse language, but yeah, basically yeah, that's you, what You I guys were going all shaft, and then you threw in the female at the end and tickled my balls. I'm a happy man. <laughs> so with that, we're going to move on to our final segment of the night. These are indecorous laws. These are the laws that actually get you executed. <laughs> so this, come, this show's come full circle. Indecorous laws. This week, we have Missouri every week or whenever we feel like we highlight some of the dumber laws in different states of the usa most of them are real laws some of them were repealed at one point and others are sadly still on the books one of them might be a lie i am (laughs) not sure which i did this last week and then we never told anybody which one was the lie oh yeah this is fact or felony offense yeah basically (laughs) do your own research and i've totally forgot which one was a lie to tell the audience so just break all those laws and you'll find out which one is and isn't that's that's how you find out if whatever which one i think we did kansas last week was it the ice cream in the pocket and the horse no that one was true i know that one was true so you're definitely going to get life imprisonment for having an ice cream in your (laughs) pocket all right bobby you can do this first one missouri has a law stating men between the ages of 21 to 50 who are single must pay an annual tax of one dollar (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think this is like because your your life is too good. Yeah. Right? It's like, hey, oh my God, we we weren't able to fucking rope you into marriage and Because no miserable. females are nagging you. We're gonna nag you with taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't we can't let your life be perfect. And it's a constant <laughs> reminder for twenty nine years that you're still single. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a it's dollar, like a, but it's deeper than that. It's a deeper yeah. cut than that. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, if you're single, then you're probably saving a lot of money not having a fucking... Oh, yeah. so. so this is like the, this is the incel tax, basically, right? It is, yeah. Well, not necessarily. You can still be single and fuck. Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I mean, no, Ian, you, you only have sex with a committed relationship. <laughs> Carlos is a good boy. Is what, he's what was I thinking? Yeah, this was just some jealous governor back in the day, you know, when like a dollar was the equivalent of like $40,000. Yeah, yeah exactly. and I mean, the tax probably went to him. So if there's like 60 single guys in the town, he's getting 60 bucks every year, so... Like, yeah, you might have women, but I have this money. Mm-hmm. That I spend on prostitutes. And lepers. And lepers. <laughs> uh, in Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, by the way, because there's a Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas City, Missouri, bathtubs with feet resembling animal paws are unlawful. 
Now this took me a second because I was like, "What a bathtub feet?" What like you know, coffee, guess, coffee bathtubs, basically. Like yeah, yeah, those standalone yeah. bathtubs. Which I guess do they? Yeah, I guess they still make those, right? Yeah, dude, they're mostly yeah. old Victorian sort of styles houses or whatever. But they're making a comeback. It, but I can see people taking this one step further, making them obnoxious and putting the animal feet on them. And you know, frankly, I agree with this law. I think that's a little bit. <laughs> A little bit gaudy, you a little bit You should garish. not be allowed to enjoy that, sir. Yeah. I would like to see a bathtub with uh, four human-looking feet holding it up. <laughs> that would be way cooler. Yeah, it'd look, it'd look a little silly, but, you know, I think I could get on. I think I could relax in something like that once I laid my rose petals and down. And they're, they're all left feet. <laughs> I, would, I, I would add what's, the extra details of the the hangnails and the hair and yeah. make it look like a real good foot. What's the <laughs> level of resemblance before it becomes a crime? Like, what's the threshold? Yeah. Can you just argue it's like, nah, listen, I made them to look like my father's feet. He just had really big, hairy feet. <laughs> big, hairy, webbed feet. You're like yeah. screaming out, you know, that's a hammer toe, like as you're being led away in handcuffs. <laughs> as you're being led to the executioner. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what all those women were getting hanged for. All right, Ian, you can do this one. No person being naked or insufficiently clothed shall bathe, wash, or swim in the Missouri River or any other water course, pond, or pool within the city limits between the hour before sunrise and one hour after sunset, thereby causing improper exposure of a person. Now, basically, they're saying here, I think, that you can't get in there indecently. But what's weird to me is that there are hours where they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Midnight dip. You can take a midnight dip and fucking... If the moon's the only thing that can see you, then who gives a shit? Yeah. You just fucking dive in there naked. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, an hour yeah. before sunrise. It's like you're driving to work. God's camera just can't take good low light pictures. <laughs> That's <so>. right. <laughs> he doesn't have good, uh, what is it? A, good uh, ISO. Aper- yeah, oh. <laughs> ISO and aperture. This, yeah. this aperture is not wide enough. You need a tripod for that long of an exposure. Bobby, you can do this next one. No person shall sound or cause to be sounded any gong in or upon any street, avenue, alley, sidewalk, park, public square, or other public space. Yeah. Now that's just racist right there. That's I mean, what I was thinking, right? Isn't that racist? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, dude. How are little Asian kids going to know when it's dinner time? <laughs> yeah. And how and how are terrible comedians going to know to get off the stage? <laughs> yeah, and- it's Missouri, so it probably happened during World War II. And you're like, the Chinese, they bombed Pearl Harbor. Well, I don't want to hear no gongs in. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That I was their it. way of being patriotic. <laughs> right. that, no that was their, their version of freedom fries. <laughs> No person shall fly a kite or engage in any sport or exercise in any street, alley, sidewalk, or park that is likely to scare a horse. Wow. How do you define that? Define what? A horse? No. (laughs) Define a scenario which is likely to scare a horse because a horse could just be merry, mind its own business, and not that excitable. Or there could be scenarios where the horse is more likely to get worked up and go run amok. Yeah, I don't know. And I didn't realize that horses were that scared of kites. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't know that was a a thing. I mean, I've been flying kites around horses for years. (laughs) Just to scare them. Without a problem, yeah. There's a problem. Apparently, you've been doing it around very brave horses. Yeah, it hasn't worked yet. Actually, I didn't realize this, but I have a couple of more, so I'm just going to do them. In University City, Missouri, it is illegal to swing upon another person's motor vehicle and honk their horn for them. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
This sounds like something from like American Graffiti or some shit. Like some kid would just jump. Hey man, let's just get crazy up in this bitch. I'll honk the horn for you. <laughs> or just if you have like a really shitty passenger that like leans over and honks the horn <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, in Jefferson, Missouri, has a strict attitude towards garage sales. It's illegal to have more than two in a particular location during the course of one year, and a garage sale can't last longer than three days. It must be held within certain hours. Is there actual garage sales that last longer than three days? <laughs> oh, garage dude. sale marathon? That'd be uh, awesome. Like the fucking Woodstock of fucking garage sales? You know, you know what it is? They came I'll to the person's it. house and there's like stuff all over the yard and it's like cars and all kinds of shit's been all over the place for months. Yeah. And they're like, uh, you got to clean this up. So I'm still having my yard sale. Man. Oh, it's just there's not a lot of people yeah. out here, but it's all for sale. There's yeah. perpetual hoarders that just unload all their junk, and they're just in a perpetual state of a garage sale trying to put all their shit in the front yard, and it just stays there for six months at a time. I used to live in the country near one of these fuckers like that. I support this law. Oh, okay. See, so some of these more redneck laws, that's what we need you, Ian, to explain how the fuck this fucking works. Yeah, yeah. bro. I, I lived in the rural part of the world once upon a time, so yeah. <laughs> That's where he learned to pronounce the word naked. Yeah. That's <laughs> and spigot. Oh no! Okay, please, please don't yeah. do racial slurs. Let's not <laughs> Jesus mistake. Christ! There's two of us here. So we There's... got Ramon Perez, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Carlos Valencia, and here I'm saying uh, spigot, yeah. talking about the water hose. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what we are? We're water hoses here. That's yeah, apparently. <laughs> Good That's Lord. where the term wet back comes from. Yeah, I guess, from right? Jesus <laughs> Christ! And I thought it was bad when Ramon was hitting on the Japanese last <laughs> podcast. Those people. Yeah. Oh my God! Here we go. I gotta bleep this one. Well, I think we did it very haphazardly, but we fucking did it. Ramon, are you getting into anything in these COVID times? Is there anything going on? Anything you want to plug? I'm at my house Friday through Sunday mowing my lawn. You can come out and cheer me. Um, (laughs) If there's a big enough crowd, I'll do jokes. Nice. That's, uh, That's about it. Thank you for doing it, Ramon. Say hi to Kaylee for us, please. Will do. All right. See you, Ramon. Later. Yeah, have thanks again, night. man. It's good to good to have you on. Thank you, yeah, thanks for having me. Well, guys, uh, you guys have any last words, Ian? Any last words before we go? Uh, putting the condom on that shit. Dude. I'm gonna have to relearn the Indian language. Prepare for next the next <laughs> tongue twisting episode where I have to basically. Dude, uh, you, you're the one that submitted that link, <laughs> and then ah, you don't want to read it. Jesus. I, I do myself. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, apparently I didn't read any of the links. I just saw the headline that said COVID gay stuff and Indian stuff. And was like, oh, that's going to be hilarious. And then forgot that I was going to have to read it. I think the cow shit magic baby thing that was totally worth the headache because <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, apparently yeah. That's, the, that's the life hack of all life hacks is just be born on cow shit. <laughs> Bobby, you got any last words before we go? Uh, I, I do not. All right, that's good. Thank you. This has been going on long enough as it is. Yeah, I am Carlos. Please follow me on social media and buy my album. Huh? How about that? Either of the albums. CarlosVComedy.com. Go out of merch. I got two albums. I was going to record one, but then a stand-up ended, so that, that won't happen. But get the two. It'll be a nice reminder that stand-up used to be a thing. Any chance of doing a virtual album? No. I know some people are doing oh, that. Jesus. No, no, not at all. Please that don't. sounds like my worst nightmare. <laughs> now I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. And the day we're recording this is our great pal Clint Norris' birthday, so definitely don't forget to walk your cat. Walk, walk your, your motherfucking cat. cat.
motherfucker got coronavirus and shit. 